0: Welcome to Playing With Perspective, the suspended animation podcast, where we hear real stories from real people, and we tackle all sorts of fun topics in the areas of business, marketing, entrepreneurship, mindset, the arts, and well, life itself. It's amazing what you will pick up. Thanks for joining (laughs) us. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. I'm Darren Saul, your host. It's episode 193, and I have got the doctor of self-worth, Andre Hoffman, in the house. Andre, how are you?
1: Thanks very much, Darren. How are you going?
0: Very well. Very well, indeed. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm really happy about this show. And I'm really looking forward to getting into this great topic, which is from unconsciousness to true purpose. So what a fantastic um, topic for a show! I think that's such an important thing. Everybody's struggling with, you know, what their true purpose is in life, what their true purpose is in work, um, and I think it's a really, really great topic to discuss and unpack today with the audience. So I really appreciate you doing that.
1: Yes, I'm very excited because I believe that about 90% of the population live in unconsciousness not knowing who they are and what they want yeah. and i believe you and i and probably some others out there we are trying to bring clarity to to have a purposeful life yeah. really be present enjoy coming from peace and the old programming has to drop that was Suggested, planted yep. times of childhood, and then pretty much build a new new life and design it as yep.
2: you I think want that's to such a it.
0: good point. I think that's such a good point that you know we don't have to use the same operating system, the same programs that we've always used just because we can change them.
1: Well, as you say, I sometimes bring that example of some of the audience may remember there were these commodore computers in the 80s and the 90s but i can bring any example maybe the first windows machine imagine had that in your head as your operating system and imagine that never had an upgrade
2: oh my god
1: so how would today's programs would run on that old dinosaur operating system it would probably crash
2: absolutely <laughs> it would
1: be more than a bumpy road probably oh my god, crisis falling over and tripling yourself all yeah. the way and and this is how some people experience their lives yeah yeah relationships business relationship with money just becomes a true evidence of that old programming that is always in the way yeah and true what really happens is I've got my little glasses here if they put some beliefs on into your head you <laughs> can suggest can I love it then you may not see it you've been living all your life and you're seeing everyone else perfectly yeah you <laughs> yeah. don't actually you're not aware that you had a filter put front of your eyes, or let's say beliefs yep. suggested, and those viruses are running. And then comes a day when there is either this brick wall that you hit, massive crisis, sometimes financially, it can be relationship breakdown or health. Yeah, and magically, the filter drops.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because at that point, you have no chance. There's so much leverage for change. Then people could just change really fast yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: at that place of crisis. Almost. The example comes to mind is, let's say you're a vegetarian. And you're going on a trip with a cruise. And you end up, the boat sinks. You are the only survivor, right? There is this island, and you see these animals, but there's not much to eat as far as vegetation Mm
2: -hmm.
1: or plants or fruits. Now, how long would it take for you to change this idea that, well, I'm a vegetarian and it's only safe to eat plants? That's right. Because I can tell you, probably they too day three if Very you're really quick, hanging quick. on to that belief maybe a week yeah but the leverage yeah it's just, absolutely creating that subconscious mind is now tipping the scale yeah Where well, now there's more pain by hanging on to the belief than actually do what i need to do at yeah. this this place mm-hmm. and it, at this time and, and this is where the mind is limiting our experience where the mind has no sense of time because I come across people who have been carrying ideas of not good enough ideas of that I'm not worthy of love Mm -hmm. or I can't do it I'm unlucky and yes they could have had an experience in the past where this could have been true although this is still just an interpretation of what happened and the mind does not realize that was 20 30 40 times 50 years ago wow and when you put on that belief or that filter in front of your eyes then that's all you start to see
2: yeah yeah that i'm
1: not lucky i can't succeed or People are abusing me. I've been plenty of examples of how beliefs or an idea, because at that time, that's an idea at that first event,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: becomes an assumption. Then there may be another event with the filter on, and it tends to become a congruent belief. And from that place, this person is looking at the world through that frame. And they are not able to see anything above or below or on the side of that frame. And they start to experience a limited life. Where their whole life starts to just become a mirror of these beliefs. And that's the most wonderful things. I really get excited when I hear how difficult life is for someone. Because, because
0: you know how you, how much you can help.
1: Yeah, then then I, I have a chance. Yeah. Because then I hear, wow, there is already enough leverage here. Yeah. I don't need to help to create it. Correct. And that tells me this person maybe is close to getting ready,
2: yeah.
1: for transformation, and then we just need to become, or bring that awareness in from unconsciousness to to face it. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And and pretty much change the programming. Yeah. Or have another version of what happened. Which would be exactly the opposite meaning, maybe. 180 degrees shift. And there is an empowered human being.
0: Yep. It's all about how you look at things. Mm. Yep.
1: Absolutely. And what really gets me excited is is this there are a lot of people seeing life as this journey and it's like the box of chocolate. I think a Forrest Gump mm-hmm. line that you don't know what you get out of it.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, my message is that you, you can actually choose yep. from that box of chocolate the ones that you prefer or like.
2: Yes, I like that. <laughs> I
1: love that. And and <laughs> <laughs> with that example, then, then how do we do that?
0: Yeah. And actually, um, before we jump in, I just kind of want to give a little bit of an intro to what you do to give people really? a bit more context, and then I kind of want to go into your own story a little before we kind of get into giving the audience some great tips and trips and strategies. But um, um, basically, I just thought I'd introduce you quickly. So just for everybody out there, Andre helps business owners and leaders who experience inner struggle, self-doubt and running circles in their heads that have those two familiar negative voices. When people first meet with Andre, they are stressed, overwhelmed, exhausted, and terrified by all the accelerating changes of the modern world. Andre helps them to remove the internal conflicts and struggle to achieve confidence and peace within via his Step Into Your Power group program and one-on-one transformations, which reconnect them to their authentic leadership and naturally high self-worth. As a result, they enjoy emotional freedom and multiply their impact in business, community, and life. Naturally, they have space to tap into their true genius or purpose because they gain a new identity. And I kind of want to put that bit of context in there for the audience so they know, you know, a bit more about where you're coming from as we get into some of these strategies that we're going to be chatting about today. But I'd love to you to kind of share with us your story. How did you get into this whole world and why are you so passionate about it?
1: For me, the age of five, or as far as I can remember, I had a pretty dysfunctional relationship with my dad, even with my grandpa. Mm -hmm. And these two were actually fighting with each other. Mm -hmm. They had uh, anger, anxiety, scarcity mindset, and I seem to have adopted a lot of it. But also, I, I felt that my father is not there for me. Right. He was working a lot. Uh, he was fighting with business partners. He was fighting with life in general. Yep. Lots of fears, angry, stressed. and uh, And my interpretation was that probably there's something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. He just does not love me, or maybe I don't deserve it. Yeah. And the patterns have started yep. early on.
0: If I could just jump in, isn't that amazing that human beings always um project that on themselves straight away? What's wrong? What have I done to cause this? You know, yeah. isn't it amazing that the first thing we do is blame ourselves?
1: There's such an insight there. And yeah, this is one of those, I would say, flukes of. Mm-hmm. Of the subconscious mind that it does not have at early age it does not have the wisdom or the experience to then then create empowering meanings and it is always looking for fault in ourselves yeah and, and that's what happened i've become this high achiever to impress and to prove myself that i'm good enough to my father yeah and actually i've done that for the next. 30 years of my life. Wow. Completely unaware. Wow. And of course, early on, uh, I started to get results. Like, I became a national champion in basketball. I was running marathons, oh long God. distance swimming, climbing ice.
0: Wow. <laughs> and
1: it didn't work. The need to be accepted, loved. Yep. When well, my father didn't have love for himself. Mm. How could he have You know, he could not give me what he didn't have. That's right. But I didn't know this. And of course, I was very shy, anxious. I would never speak publicly. I went red. If I had to speak in front of a class, that day I was sick, guaranteed. Oh, my God. I made up stories to not show up. Anything under the sun you can imagine. Not daring to ask girls out. Sometimes I remember I've been postponing for a year and wow. i said now it's too late
2: yeah
1: and i just gave up on things yep. i missed out happiness in a piece mm-hmm. and it started to grow as i found myself in banking and four years after i realized well, seen people there and it wasn't the life that i wanted yep. and i wanted to get away from my father really find answers about my life first i moved to ireland I began a factory worker. <laughs> and then later on, I moved to New Zealand, wow. tried again, the corporate environment, and the slaps were always the same.
2: Yeah.
1: From love.
0: Nothing was ever enough, and you could never yeah. um, satisfy that need to be accepted.
1: And chasing the next big thing.
2: Yeah.
1: And it came from grandpa. Like, when I... At any type of exam or report card from school he, he never acknowledged it like he said when are you get the next level of certification or the masters or the phd <laughs> and then i started to do that to myself oh my god grandpa was in my head and i didn't know
2: oh my god
1: and my father and this is human psychology yeah. we take on stuff early on and it starts to become the inner voice The darling Thomas. Mm. And then I moved to New Zealand and I started to travel. I realized that maybe traveling would help me to confront myself and be able to see my own limitations or what's wrong with me. Yeah. I was then, then later I moved back to Budapest. I started up a few businesses and then I landed in this personal development space. Mm. Tony Robbins, John D. Martini. See all of them. I've been mm-hmm. on the live events. I spent over a hundred thousand dollars easily on wow. books and seminars on events, and they couldn't fix me. Yep, it didn't work, and I thought clearly, I'm there's something wrong with me. And basically, then I get married. I got married. Then we moved out to Australia about ten years ago. Nice. And then I had my children, and so the leverage started to increase. Uh Like, I could dance around, be traveling. Because I traveled over 50 or 60 countries with a backpack, seeking out gurus, but now I had the children. Yeah. So the patterns started to get really constricting me and my life. Yeah. And for the first five years, I still did five, you know, nine, ten months of work and traveling for two months. Wow. I could somehow get a breather and escape reality that I hate my job. I was driving trucks and although it was making money 12 hours a day, I then I started up my home business another two, three hours a day. Nice. That left me eight, nine hours. And and the crisis just started to hit. Mm. When my children were disconnected from me, I was working all the time, I became pretty much like My father and I hated myself. There was so much anger.
2: Yeah.
1: How could I, with all the things that I've done, end up exactly at the same spot? Yeah. And I remember there were days when, you know, my children were asking me, Are you going to spend some time and play with me? And I I thought, Well, I try not to cry here.
2: Mm.
1: And and these bedtime stories that I was to read. Constantly falling asleep. half wow. Halfway. Oh. And. Then I allowed the children to slap me. A bit of self punishment. Yep. <laughs> and they loved it. <laughs> but inside. I was dying. Heartbreaking. Yeah. I was dying. I thought. How could I end up here? Oof. And I think that amount of leverage and then then my my wife asked me whether i i'm ready for divorce
2: because
1: oh it just she doesn't want to live with me anymore because i'm not there anyway so yeah,
2: yeah
1: what's the difference yeah and remember leverage yep i got 10 out of 10 committed wow that's how much i needed to say well if this is the last thing in my life to resolve then this would be my single only purpose, to drop the past and the father and the voices in my head and own my life and and maybe build a new one. But I didn't believe it's possible, to be honest. But I said I will not spare any expenses from this point. I will do what it takes and I will die trying.
2: Wow.
1: And I'm happy to do that for the next 50 years of my life.
2: Yeah,
1: wow. and that was the turning point.
0: And the what piece. was your, what were your first steps in that transformation?
1: Well, I remember that I wanted to find someone who has results mm-hmm. in changing inner psychology or mindset. We can call it anything, but of course that starts to then externalize into results. Yep. So shortly after. I think a year or two, I had a few dead end roads with trading and suffering more, but I did find a mindset specialist and he was able to help me through one-on-one sessions to to drop these limiting ideas, these beliefs that not good enough, can't do it, not deserving. And and from that point, things started to shift faster and faster. and, And I've become this new a new human being who is enjoying emotional freedom. My kids love me. We we spend every day together. They are homeschooled.
2: Oh, no.
1: and I'm helping people every day in my life. I enjoy what I do. I, I do this work several languages now. I started working in Spanish just this week. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't mean to, but... <laughs> third language i don't know how to open enough pages to market myself but i've become the father i've always wanted to be oh my god
2: that's an incredible story
1: this wonderful podcast that i can spend with amazing people like you and i can really share the message that hey you don't have to be in that hole yeah there is another life and it's not That far. Wow.
0: And how did that feel when you first started to gain some traction with that mindset coach after a few years? Finally, after so many years, how did that feel?
1: Well, the signal, I really loved it. And I realized it. Oh, the signals, the cue's been there for the last 20 years where I really wanted to help people. I didn't have the hat to do it. I was, always sensitive to see what kind of patterns they are in I couldn't see mine
2: yeah
1: of course but I knew what kind of book I should share and give them and I did yeah and they didn't follow through they loved their own struggles and problems and and I remember a few people I was able to help because they were ready mm-hmm. I didn't know why there's such a few of them are actually responding to my helpful attempt yeah. but they gave me so much joy like like this woman, we were in network marketing business 20 years ago she was able to venture abroad, she got married in somewhere in Alaska she's got an amazing life she broke out of that she was in this I think it was Burger King type of Hungry Jack's type of job and 10 years on the job completely unsatisfied unhappy and she knew that there is another life and I was able to be the person to make that shift inside that happened to externalize and she started to really live life and that's what excites me the most and this brand the doctor of self-worth I'm lucky that I have got it from my clients
0: yeah, I love that. They started It's fantastic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I kind of become almost precision type of surgery. Yeah. On on really zeroing on that limitation yeah. because each person has maybe two or three big ones that's been really has deep rooted suggested planted and then. When I can get to that, and we can pull it with yeah. its roots, then their life is shifting, and this is multiple areas of life, and this is where the brand is coming from. Yeah. Very uh,
2: excited I, I, too. I
0: love it, <laughs> and I can see I can see the the energy and the um, how open you are, and how passionate you are about it. Like it's it must have been an absolute about face, life changing process for
1: you well Darren like if there was someone like me and I I would have been ready 20 years ago well I could have been doing so much more for others yeah I could have lived on purpose maybe another 25 years of my life (laughs) so I'm just making the most of what I have left
0: yeah (laughs) unbelievable and I kind of want to ask, I mean, we've touched on it a bit. We've mentioned, obviously, human psychology dictates a lot, naturally, that we, we start to um, blame ourselves. We start to question ourselves. You know, we're always going inwards. But what do you, why do you think a lot of people these days struggle more and more with self-worth, self-belief, um, self image it's it's everywhere and they hear it more and more every day as i'm listening to podcasts watching movies watching uh, documentaries like it's constantly at the forefront of everything we do why do you think this is
1: i believe social media mm. has started to spread some awareness yeah that they are not the only one so yep. they are maybe forthcoming now that oh yep. me too yep. it is and- a
0: mainstream issue yeah
1: and it's becoming more and more mainstream and, and this is the best thing because from that place, which is awareness and recognizing there is major challenges, then then the solution is not that far. Yeah. And unfortunately, the mainstream way of dealing with psychological issues, which at times, unfortunately, is is modern psychology, medication, has not been really addressing the issues, and the numbers are still increasing. So clearly, we have a solution in place. This is mainstream, that does not work. And I think people are getting more and more keen to see results and what actually works. And I'm hoping to become one of those people on this in this industry who is able to say, hey, "Look, if you didn't get what you wanted, here's your money."
2: Yeah,
1: I'm not. I'm not taking your money and exchanging time for money yeah i'm in this to get you the exact results that you come here it's like you know you get rotten milk from woolworth then i think you deserve a refund i agree and and i don't think it should be different here yep Yep. and and i know people go to therapies for five ten years whereas at times it's just a few sessions really to get to the root
2: mm-hmm.
1: of things and shift that
2: yep. pattern.
0: And that's a really good point. Um, you know, you mentioned that you've obviously went to Tony Robbins and you followed all the, the gurus and you read all the books and you did all the programs. And you still, after that went for a couple of years with no results. And finally you found that one mindset person or mindset coach that worked. Why do you think that one person, was able to do what all those others couldn't do?
1: Well, probably I was not committed, to be honest. Right. Yep. I was not ready for transformation. And I did not make that extra step to say, well, I invest mm-hmm. into myself, probably one-on-one.
2: Yeah.
1: I was still tiptoeing. And And the biggest trap, which I have been in, is go and find more lexical intellectual knowledge then mm. then i will think myself out of my problem yeah. well well that's when the problem is yeah. the mind is the problem yeah 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 and and it is it is absolutely a catch 22 when and and i realized this lately so a lot of people are buying books they're going into seminars but remember they read the book
2: yeah. with, with the, wrong the lens. filter
1: on. Yeah. They are attending the seminar with exactly the same filter. So they are filtering out the information that could actually shift their life.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah. It won't.
0: Yeah.
1: And the reason it won't, because they erase a limb. Like, like the mind loves to distort the information or erase it so they don't have to face it. It always seeks familiar.
2: Yeah. yeah. Familiar
1: means safe yeah. for the subconscious. And from that place, change is and no goes on.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's
0: right. Wow. And so obviously, you know, we've discussed that a huge part of this transformation is wanting to do it, being committed to doing it. 150%. You have to be ready to make that change, so when you talk to somebody for the first time, what do you do if you feel that they're not ready?
1: Well, obviously, I can ask a few questions to to bring awareness and and ultimately, it's not my responsibility to to save them, yeah, or I cannot rescue there are certain people out there who has the wisdom to, to actually really look at life as it has been for the last 10 years and realize that that if i do not change something here then the next five years in the same trend mm-hmm. will really lead me to that brick wall yeah. which would be a lot more painful And that could create the leverage to why not prevent it. Yeah. And this is where I do not work with a lot of people where they are not ready. Or at times I set an ordeal Mm -hmm. and I want to have that ordeal documented. So they prove themselves, they qualify. Yeah to kind of work with me because then I know that they are really doing because it will be an uncomfortable challenge, of course. It won't it won't be around where you need to watch TV two hours a week. (laughs) book
0: read a chapter a night. Hmm.
1: It may be running 4 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And have that recorded. Yeah. Or we're absolutely pushing them out of that comfort zone. Why? That's what's coming
2: yeah
1: change work is is actually you have to change yeah or at times i just say shave that beard off
2: yep love it
1: it's a massive identity shift for some people
0: it is it's huge and the the longer you leave it the harder and harder it is to retransform or reform mm. because it's so entrenched in our everyday psychology it's it's just habit it's comfort, it's mm. uh, security, exactly. We don't know any other way.
1: and I think you said quite, I mean, important word here, identity.
2: Mm.
1: If we want to shift identity, and, and this is very, comes down to self-image, identity, self-worth, mm-hmm. uh, then what if who you are today or who you think yourself to be, is pretty much everything that has happened to you up to this point.
0: That's right. And, you know, I've heard that a million times, that we are the sum of our past experiences.
1: Yes, so true. And so we want to change that. It's literally impossible, right? Mm -hmm. Or sounds like impossible. But the work is really to change how we relate to it or maybe change the meaning.
2: That's right. There are so many
0: layers to how to interpret our history and our our past experience.
1: And then automatically, the person is shifting inside Mm -hmm. because that identity is now gaining a new level of awareness and imagine like, If we could change every limiting traumatic event in someone's life from, you know, they have the glue, I call the negative emotions attached to it. If we could separate this person from it, we could turn around each event 180 degrees and say, this served you this way. These are the learnings from this one. And this is how powerful you could be with those learnings. Well, literally, we create a new identity. I love it. And from that new identity, and this is the key, showing up is not hard. Behaviour or strategy, what to do. Yeah. Now, this is where 80% of business owners are stuck. Like, they're looking for the magic strategy. That's right. The problem is this. Like, who are you in the first place Mm -hmm. or what do you believe about yourself or what you think you're worth. And from that place, you don't need to think too much about how you show up or what behavior you need to do. And this is where,
2: you know, some people
1: are paying to different programs and then running in circles and they're always back at square one it's the traditional
0: hamster wheel
1: the hamster wheel brings them back down
2: Yeah,
1: and then they are scratching their head, what the hell is going on Mm -hmm. I see someone else with the same exact strategy and he has success and I don't well, they are not seeing the roots almost under, under the ground yeah of how that person is built yep. and that's where the magic is definitely this is the famous be do have buddhist yeah. principle where the strategy itself is just in the middle and that will not create certain results and i am the person to prove this
2: yeah,
1: yeah. because i've been striving to get to certain results, uh, finance, chasing money and safety and external things. But inside, I never felt peace. I never felt satisfaction. I never felt that, ah, my life is making sense. I'm here to contribute. I know what I'm about.
2: Wow. Wow. Wow, it's
0: incredible. I mean, you know, first thing I could say is well done to you for doing the work, and for actually transforming to such an extent. I mean, it's just incredible.
1: It's honestly as incredible to me as it is maybe to you. Yeah, <laughs> because clearly for me, this was impossible. Yeah, and this is where I think a lot of people are stuck. That's right, because as i said from that limiting mindset this was me see people shining able to share a message sometimes public speak
2: yeah like how does that happen Yeah. yeah
1: so young some of them in their 20s and from that unconsciousness where i was myself purpose Too far. Yeah, there needs to be that middle ground where they back out of the unlearned, yeah, limitations. Or we could call therapy, transformation. Start with transformation, and then they are able to at least find their best version. That's how I call this. Yeah, I
2: love it.
1: Then naturally, best version, no limitations. There is this new space.
2: Yeah
1: there is this intuition kicks in.
0: And there's an infinite of possibilities.
1: New ideas. They are coming back to the present moment where the magic lies. Mm -hmm. They're not missing opportunities anymore, which has been right front of their eyes all along. There are relationships that could just blow up into a million dollar business. And it may not happen in six months or a year. But from that point, I believe for me too, money is not a driver.
2: No,
1: anymore, as it was, so now it's more around purpose and enjoying making huge difference in people's lives,
2: yeah.
1: And how joyful that could be! And to do what I love,
0: I mean, that's that's the jackpot you hit the low, never right seen,
1: seen anyone in my family,
2: yeah,
1: ever wow, really be inspired. To really show up for work, which is not work for me, but really just spend time with what they love. Always, everyone's been on someone else's goal plan. Yeah. Stuck, not knowing.
2: Incredible. And so, I mean,
0: if we were to give the audience just some insight or some strategies to set them on the right track on how they may be able to arrive at that point where they are ready to make a change or they can start using some techniques to start changing. What, what would you give the audience in terms of, you know, what to look out for, what to think about, what to practice?
1: Uh, I'll give a few. But I do have a book and if they reach out to me, hashtag Doctor DrSatWorth, I'm, I'm happy to share it and even send it. It's a 10-pager, but oh, right. I'm guessing the most important is for you to believe that change is possible
2: Yeah,
1: and it does not take hundreds of thousands of dollars. It does not take 10 years.
2: Yeah,
1: One. Or if you don't believe this, that's okay. But at least give it a 1%
2: chance.
0: Yeah.
1: I okay. that allows a job for a hope. Yes. And secondly, I would budget. If I was you, I would budget for my transformation.
2: Okay.
1: Now, how does that work? Yeah. I believe you need to prioritize where you spend your money. Mm-hmm. If you're able to have number one, to really find work inner work that actually creates results that's where you want to put your money yep then rent food and thirdly i call crap yep. <laughs> buy shit that you don't need
2: yeah <laughs>
1: i love it and and if you're able to do that then you may need to kind of change the coach or the mentor or the therapist whoever you're seeing but I would encourage you to check whether this person create brings results or not. yeah because you could be spending money and time with someone who has really not been helping you much. and I mm-hmm. tend to come across people who've been on different therapies for years
2: yeah.
1: yeah spending, spending, spending and and lastly, it would be finding what you love to really come from passion and when you have all of the others in place and you just need to find out how to make money from what you love. Yeah, yeah, that's a
2: really
0: good point. And I suppose, you know, sometimes you can't always make a huge business or make a huge living out of doing what you love. But I'm assuming that even if you did it as a hobby or if you did it as a side business or you did it as, just as long as you did it for yourself, and whatever results you could leverage from it, you would still be so much happier in your life because you did it. So true. What's your take on that?
1: Absolutely true. And and I love how you said it because, yes, it should be a passion project in the beginning, yeah. and I believe it really resonates with you. Then again, find someone, and I got plenty of contacts for you to then. Turn that service, product, whatever it is, and test the market. Who is paying for this? Who has my customers? Because there are people out there with huge lists where your customers may already be.
0: Yeah. yeah. I always say there's a lid for every pot.
1: (laughs) And then if you work that out, then you've got a business and you never have to work again because it's been a passion project.
0: Yeah. Yeah and as well just the fact that you've set it on that journey to create that passion project for yourself and experience it feeds back into your self worth
1: and energy because and energy. because that's where the energy comes from when you spend time with stuff that you love yeah. you're excited to do this is how i started i said well i will do this kind of coaching or mindset work even if i'm not paid for it yeah yeah and then that energy starts to create the results that you're looking for
0: it's like a, it's like a, a boulder that starts to build momentum from naturally
1: so true it becomes a self-perpetual yeah. energy and i would love to maybe give you a picture of a spiral that is heading upwards
2: yeah
1: yeah i love paragliding and i love these
2: oh my god thermals.
1: But <laughs> but that's how i see yeah and person shifting from unconsciousness to this Beautiful life that is designed, at its you know, as it preferred. Yeah, and it's possible.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's such. A, it's such an important thing that you've taken the time to give yourself that gift, to go on that journey through loving what you what, what you're doing, and through helping others through that process, is already an incredible. Um, you know, we'll build an incredible. Identity and and self worth, and that will build, bring all sorts of opportunities that you would never have dreamed of.
1: Spot on. Loving yourself first.
2: Yeah.
1: Almost. May have heard about that example the the oxygen mask on the Absolutely. apple Yeah. You must have it. Yeah. Save anyone else.
0: Yeah. So true.
1: Yeah. Use wow. your resources to.
0: Yeah.
1: Have your mask. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. And so, Andre, if um, people work with you, how do you actually work? I'd love to kind of explore your, you know, your process.
1: Well, some are reaching out through social media. Some are just finding me through referrals. But what I normally do is I just give away one hour okay. of my full attention and a very deep and profound conversation where normally life-changing awareness starts to happen and from that point i need to know whether i want to or choose to work with this person and then maybe they want to choose me if there is this chemistry and we connect well then naturally we will just make a plan and it's either group or or one-on-one work and uh Pretty much, we'll take it from there. And of course, there are people who are not, they're already seeing other therapists, psychologists, and I don't want to jump into that triangle.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is it not uh, possible to, you know, work with someone in addition to someone else that they're working with? Does it have to be exclusive?
1: Not really. I can make an exception. I just do not want to give an opposite instruction to someone who has mm-hmm. already got a certain Makes methodology. Sense. And and that's what tends to happen a few times, because I do things differently. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Wow. And
1: that creates confusion then. Uh, and that does not serve anyone. But as I said, I'm happy to have a chat mm-hmm. to see how we can make that change. Okay. ASAP. Yeah.
0: And, <laughs> and as you mentioned, it doesn't have to take long time it can just be a few sessions to get results yeah how you how you fine-tune where you need to go
1: yes it it normally takes me about half an hour wow to find something that is a limiting pattern of holding this person back and i can i can replicate this pretty much every time this is what excites me the most because see if they choose not to or i choose not to work with them the shift of awareness from unconsciousness to consciousness has already happened
0: it's already there
1: yeah they can take that with them.
0: yeah and they can use that as a building block for their journey and
1: they can't undo it yeah so it just serves them a beautiful way yeah. as a gift
0: yeah. you've already yes. done something to help them on their way
1: yes yeah. and that's magical and wonderful for me
0: yeah i love it, it and do you are you specialize in any particular science therapy is it nlp hypnosis anything in particular or is it just you know a combination of lots of different things
1: i do combine a few things but if there was one specific way how i look at human mind and psychology, that's the NLP approach. Mm -hmm. And then I bring in other modalities, at times and right in the middle of the process that I intuitively feel that would work right now with this person. Really feeding into the, I call model, model of the world, whether it's religion or new age, or whether it's a rocket science, I need to really just help them where they are.
2: Yeah.
1: And I don't have preferences. Okay. My only preference is fast results. Yeah. Is that fast somatic? results
0: and work with somebody that is ready to do the work.
1: Absolutely, because then new results are guaranteed. Yeah. There's no, yeah. no leeway there. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, and I'd love to kind of hear a little story. Have you got an an example or a case study? Obviously, very confidentially, not mentioning any names, but Mm. giving us a little story or a case study of how you might have helped somebody and what the process was like?
1: I can, of course. Uh, And most of these are shared uh, on my LinkedIn page and also on my Facebook page. So, for example, David Hubbard works at Cinch, amazing person, and we discovered business owner that although he was looking for growth and increase in revenue in his mind he didn't even have it on the top five values to make money right he was not aware of it
0: subconsciously he he wasn't really valuing money but yet at the same time he was his strategy was to build and grow his business
1: absolutely so it's 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 misalignment this is my conscious goal my subconscious is taking me the other direction. Yeah. Or, for example, I worked with Evelyn Clark at Journey Point, uh, and we worked through some rejection from mom, and and unfortunately, some of the clients started to become mom, where there was no commitment and mm-hmm. didn't sign up, and and then we shifted this pattern, and she had a completely new experience in personal relationships, not just in business.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, for Catalin, she's from Melbourne, uh, from Swanston Skincare. Uh, <laughs> she's been kind of not abused, but it was always in this resistance, blaming, mm. angry, and we discovered it was from mum. Wow. She's, been, she's been inheriting this pattern of being very critical. About others, and they were not up to standards. Real assholes driving around her on the freeway. Hmm. And then we shifted this pattern. Of course, of course, all of these so-called nasty people showed up in her business too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We shifted the pattern. Like she's got so much peace inside. Wow, able to connect to clients from that place.
2: Yeah.
1: Sales, automatic.
2: Incredible!
0: It's 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 almost yeah. You know you don't even when you're on the right wavelength from an energy point of view with your mm. customers, with your um, family members, with your friends. You don't even have to try; things happen naturally.
1: Exactly, because and and this is what a great point that you raised. I believe we are natural creators, mm. and we've always been. Yeah, uh, we've been. Turning off our own superpowers.
0: Yeah, we've been and drowning, drowning, and, and dulling down all those natural abilities in favor of principles and strategies and techniques that and don't rules. really serve us.
2: Yeah. So, yeah,
0: pretty much
1: my job is to bring that childlike self back. I love it. Faithful, fun, present. Yeah. Don't worry about past, don't worry about future. Yes, have a goal, but really just show up.
0: Yeah, just show up and uh, and be open.
2: Mm.
1: Be open to receive. And and, and the other one, I think what I've come across with a lot of people that receiving, the balance of giving and receiving at business owners is a big one. And it's way out. Yeah. Yeah. Doing so much. For so little that that self-worth that must yeah.
0: choose,
1: that yeah. identity.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a really good point. In this modern um era now of business, a lot of the time we're told and we tend to pursue that strategy of give, 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 mm. and it will come back to you. But I think there has to be a line as well where you have to value what you're giving and value yourself. To say, all right, that's enough.
1: Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Create those boundaries, which yeah. will really, if you value yourself and you create your own boundaries, then others will do the same. Exactly. Yeah. It's always a reflection
2: yeah.
1: from the outside.
0: Yeah. Amazing. I love it. As they say, you teach people how to treat you.
1: Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it starts with self.
0: And it starts with self. Yes. Wow, Andre. And apologies, <laughs> I keep calling you Andre. Your name is Andre, but my pronunciation yeah. isn't as good as I wanted.
1: <laughs> That's all right. We'll practice.
0: I'm going to practice.
1: And another session.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But Andre, um, tell us a bit more about how we can actually find you if we want to work with you.
1: The easiest to find me is uh, using hashtag Doctor of South Word. Okay, love If it. you search for it, then you can find me in Instagram and Facebook, uh LinkedIn. I've got a YouTube channel right. called Step Into Your Power with uh, Andra.
2: Awesome.
1: And and I have a little free giveaway to really plant the seeds into the garden of your mind to then grow that piece of self-worth for you because planting is key.
2: Yeah.
1: And I love that metaphor,
0: plant the seed in the garden of your mind. That's beautiful. That's and,
1: and I believe the more you plant, and yeah. by the way, I'm not a fan of mainstream media. Mm-hmm. If you really want to plant the garden, then choose whether the information that you're taking in, in any way, whether it's listening or watching, then really have a mindful decision what you expose yourself to and choose nurturing.
0: I agree. Yep. And, it's, oh, well. and probably more valuable than ever before that, you know, media and social media and communication is getting noisier and noisier and noisier. And it's, mm. it's stealing our time and our attention and our energy. So I think you have to be so careful what you allow yourself to uh, consume.
1: Absolutely. Or, Well, what you experience through it, because they can steal yourself with, I can tell you right now. Absolutely. They can steal your attention, which is one of your biggest assets. And moreover, they really inject you with anxiety, fears,
2: yeah,
1: and different programming that is not actually true.
2: That's right.
0: And I think that's why these days, more and more people have issues with self-worth because they compare themselves mm. with many more people through the communication channels that are available to us these days. Whereas in the old days, you might not have been in in um, close proximity to that many stories. Mm. Nowadays, you are at scale. So you're constantly comparing yourself to everybody else.
1: Yeah. that's That's the nature of reality now where we have this, worldwide web yeah. or social media where we are really front of each other yeah but again yeah, if you have a comparing pattern it doesn't take much to drop and release it so reach out we'll work it out
0: love it absolutely love it well, And <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show um I really enjoyed that um deep dive into your own story but you've given us so much important strategy and insight to how we can really make a change in our own lives. And I think, um, you know, it'd be incredible to work with you. So if anybody's interested in reaching out, please do. I'll put all the uh, links and uh, notes in the show notes for the episode. Um, so please reach out to André. And um, is there anything else that you'd like to leave us with before we finish up?
1: Well, I love spending some time with you. and And I'm hoping that maybe all of the information that we have shared here could change many lives because i think there's been a lot said and shared here
2: absolutely
0: i hope so and and another call out to the audience if you want us to come back and discuss a particular subsection of what we spoke about or a particular area please do let us know reach out to andre or reach out to me and uh, we'd love to put something together for you
1: yes i'm ready thank you very much
0: But uh, thank you again. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, Everybody out there, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Um, Have a great day and we'll see you very, very soon for another episode of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. If you would like to join me as a guest on the show, I would be delighted to collaborate feel free to buzz me on 0414 659 800 or email me on darren at suspendedanimation.com.au. I'm always on the lookout for great guests who can share their stories and expertise with my community. Also, if you have been thinking about putting your own podcast together and not sure where to begin, look no further. I run a really simple three-part podcasting course, one-on-one with me, where I walk you through the entire podcasting journey you will end up with a fantastic new podcast to start sharing right away. Feel free to get in touch to discuss further. But for now though, have a fantastic day and I'll see you next time.